watch Matt Mosley's show, ESP in Central Texas. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you for being our title sponsor. Excited to visit right now with Wes Watson, the head boys uh, basketball coach at McKinney High School. And Wes has uh, done a tremendous job there. In fact, they played for a state state title. And uh, my brother-in-law, Joseph Logs to Wes, who's a good friend of yours, has been after me for a while now. Said, hey, you've got to get Wes on. He's awesome. He would be a great guest. So, <laughs> Wes, I just today, whatever today is, June something, June 14th, I decided it was it was time to get Wes Watson on the Matt Mosley Show. So, welcome. It's, it's great to have you on. Well, Matt, I, after that uh, build up there, I hope this isn't a big letdown for you. <laughs> hey, it, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on. Uh, and, and I think highly of your brother-in-law. He is a great dude. So uh, it's an honor. Yeah, yeah. People want to invest with him. I should put a plug in for him. You know, they can uh, they <laughs> can should. certainly do that. That's right. That's right. If you've got a if you've got high wealth, he's the guy to visit with. Um, unfortunately, I don't, Wes. So you know, he doesn't really doesn't really look into my finances too often. Now, I was curious about this story. This is interesting. You've got a player, uh, Jacoby Walter, and have had him for a while now, and I know he's transferring out for his senior year, which is a real bummer for a lot of us. But I really thought of you when I saw that he was on the Baylor campus yesterday and i'm just curious this is an unbelievable player um that you've had and he helped spearhead of course that run that you had to the state championship uh, uh game is when did jacoby walter i'm just sort of curious like was this a phenom since he was sixth or seventh grade or was this a guy who sort of uh grown into it over the years and i i i, I kind of know that baylor um has been after him and had their eye on him since he was really young. When did Jacoby Walter first get on your radar? Well, you know, for me, it was probably, he was probably, I don't know, fourth, fifth, or maybe even as late as sixth grade when I first heard about him. He's my son's age, so, you know, when you hear about kids in your son's age group, he was he was the name that I'd heard, and uh, and I knew he was in our attendance zone and, and, and went to one of our feeder schools. Uh, so, you know, naturally getting out when he was a seventh grader and having an opportunity to, to finally see it from my own eyes, uh, he, uh, you know, he's, he's been really good for a long time and, uh, he, you know, he's continued to get better and better. He's made a great leap every single year. Uh, so yeah, it's not just something that's happened recently for sure. It's something that he's, the kid's, kid's talented. He's worked really, really hard through the years to get to where he's gotten to. Uh, and he's a terrific kid on top of that. What was this year like, making that incredible run? Um, and, and, and I'm just wondering, Jacoby, you got another player going to the University of Texas, big man. I mean, that, that's, that had to be tremendous. I know the community loved it. That whole run, and Jacoby in particular, um, there was one of those games that kind of surprised me, where y'all won a huge game, maybe Arlington Martin, and I think he only scored. I mean, every time I was used to seeing him have 27, 28 points. But correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there one of those big games where he honestly did not have one of his huge games, but y'all still found a way to win? Yeah, and it might, it might have actually been that Richardson game in the third mm-hmm. round over at the Caldwell Center. Uh, yeah, I think, he, I think he might have had like an eight or ten point game that game. 
Uh, he'd gotten in foul trouble in that game and set out a pretty good chunk of the, like from the middle part of the third quarter to the early part of the fourth quarter. Uh, and of course, he also had Casey Wallace Gardner, who's one of, who's an elite defender. Uh, but he, he had some opportunities to be a playmaker that night and get some other guys some shots. Uh, but yeah, our, our team, you know, we, we were, we were pretty good. Uh, you know, we, we had to be to make up for, uh, for me on the sidelines, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, we, we had some really good players around Jacoby, uh, and uh, and and they stepped up in some key moments. So Thatcher McClure was a kid that night against uh, Richardson that had 13 points in the first quarter, uh, and we had some kids that stepped up big in the in the regional tournament as well against North Crowley and, and Arlington Martin. Uh, so it was a it was definitely a team effort, you know, that whole journey. And it was it was special, Matt. It was just a uh, just a super super special deal for me as a coach and uh, and for our community. Those games are so fun, aren't they? And sometimes you'll go to those uh, sites. I, I went to a Lake Highlands game out in uh, Lancaster. Uh, brought back bad memories of what Joe Rushing and his Lancaster teams did to our Mike Kaufman Lions. But being in there in those packed gymnasiums, I mean, I know college is a different level and it's exciting too, but when you get to high-level high school basketball and entire communities start showing up, um, is that, do you ever allow yourself Wes in the, in the cauldron of all that, you know, to kind of peek up and, and at least take it in, or do you kind of, do you almost have to just stay focused the entire time? You know, it's a, that's a great question. You know, and I feel like I, I feel like I've been able to do a little bit of both. I feel like I've been able to stay pretty focused on the games while at the same time, kind of taking in and appreciating what's going on around us. Uh, there was a point in the in the Richardson game when we were playing in the Caldwell Center. There's probably I don't know about 6,500 people in there. I mean, this uh, it, it's it's darn near packed, and and it was for the fourth quarter, and and something happened in the game, and uh, I, I remember looking at over to my at my I was standing up looking at I looked at my assistant coaches and I'm like, man, this is awesome. You know, I just, and, uh, it was just, it was just a really cool moment. Cause you look up and you, you know, I, I, for a moment I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, man, this looks so much like one of those state championship or, or, or state semifinal games at the old Irwin center, not the old Irwin center, but back when we used to do the state tournament at the Irwin yeah. center and everyone in the, everyone in the arena is standing up. And, you know, I, I get why they had to move the state tournament out of Austin uh, but man, I hate to see it because that Alamo Dome's really, really big, and it just doesn't have that same feel for a high school game as a place like you know the size of the Irwin Center does. So, but that was the that was one of those moments where I was able to stay pretty locked into our task at hand, but at the same time, just being able to appreciate the environment we were in, and it was special. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I I remember Marcus Smart taking over one of those games late. It probably was against Garland, you know, Lakeview Centennial or something like that. And in those endings of state high school games, stay with you forever. Uh, and and that was one of those moments. Marcus Smart just said, you know what? I appreciate everybody being out here, Phil Forte or whoever. Love you guys, but the the <laughs> the, the man has to take over now. You know, I got I got to yeah. go ahead and get this thing done. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned Marcus Smart because uh, I, I he 
was probably the guy. You know, I, I think of all the guys that I've seen down there, and 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 really, and you could make an argument. There's there's certainly been some guys that maybe are more talented, uh, but man, he was he was probably the guy that I would say is the best high school player I've seen in Texas, just because he just his his willingness to do everything he could possibly do to win. He was always about winning. And uh, I just loved watching him. Just loved watching all the little things he would do that affected winning. You know, just you know whether it was you know uh, you know being a playmaker, getting a you know getting a teammate a shot, or making a big shot himself, diving on the floor, taking a charge. He he, he just did so many things that affected winning. And he's still doing it today for the Boston Celtics right. in the finals, which is kind of fun to to watch. Wes Watson joining us, McKinney High School basketball boys coach. Talking about a couple of his players, Jacoby Walters, one of them, he was visiting Baylor. I'm, I'm wondering what you think, Jacoby, how he projects as a college player. I know that he's a 2023 guy, and we'll address that in a minute. But um, what do you see? I know Baylor loves guys that can defend different positions. And obviously they emphasize defense in a major way. It used to be it was hard to get sometimes high school players, especially high scorers, to commit on the defensive end. Has Jacoby, you know, has he done that in recent years for you? Was that kind of a evolution? You had to kind of work on that. And, and what do you kind of – how do you see him uh, being in college? Like what position do you see him, uh, you know, kind of flourishing in uh, as a college player? You know, it's, it's a great question. Uh, the, the thing about Jacoby is – I would love to take credit, you know, for, for how good he is at times on that end of the floor. I mean, he, he's always been a two-way player. I mean, he came to us, uh, you know, as a freshman and started on the varsity. Uh, he was already doing things like understanding rotations, uh, taking charges, all of those things. I mean, I, he, he just, uh, He's just wired for winning, and, and like you know, I mentioned the whole Marcus Smart thing. He did so many things to affect winning, and and Jacoby's a lot like that. Uh, and I've always said this about him: his greatest quality, and you can see his skill set. Skill set's incredible for for a kid his age, and especially with a, a kid with length like he has. But the biggest thing that impresses me about him: he just hates to lose. I mean, losing like bothers him and uh so he, he's always competed really really hard on the defensive end of the floor uh and, and i've been around you know the game for a long long time and i've seen some high level guys that don't really compete on the defensive end and and he that's one thing that uh that it really stood out to me that made him really easy to coach is the fact that he just competes on both ends of the floor as far as you know and i'm not you know i'm not at that level but as far as like where I would project him uh, at the college level, I mean, he, he's kind of a combo guy for us. He plays on the ball a lot for us. He, you know, uh, he's a guy that obviously we like to get, get to and, and catch and shoot situation, get, get the ball to and catch and shoot situations. Uh, he's got great length. I mean, he's definitely a kid that, you know, he, he would fit what Baylor does really, really well. Uh, uh He's he is a kid that you're going to have some defensive versatility with. You know, there was a stretch during our season where we had some uh, starters out of our lineup. Our two big kids were out of the line. I say big kids. They were they were kind of forwards. Uh, Alex, who's down at Texas, and uh, 
and Thatcher, who's going to go play up in Kansas. Uh, you know, there were you know six, seven, six, six guys, but they played. They usually matched up against the other team's bigger guys. Uh, and so Jacoby, for a stretch there, was having to guard pretty much every spot on the floor. So he does give you some uh, matchup versatility on the defensive end. He's a kid that you can switch with. Uh, if he winds up in a tough matchup against a big guy, you, you can you can rest assured he's going to compete really, really hard. Uh, you know those possessions where he where where he winds up in matchups like that. He just he's a competitor. He's gonna and he's gonna do he'll he'll do really really well wherever he winds up. Why why do you think these players like Jacoby will sometimes choose to go to a prep school their senior year? I know. Um, like a lot of coaches, I mean, it just it stinks to. I mean, and you, you, obviously you're happy for the time you've had him, um, but and you want what's best for him. But you're seeing this more and more. Baylor has a player coming in from Louisville, but he's been off at IMG. Keontae George, who mm-hmm. I'm sure you've come across over the years, is it? Is there some belief? that maybe they can focus on basketball even more. I, I just watch kids like Trey Johnson at Lake Highlands, some of these players, like those guys at Richardson. It's not like they weren't playing mm-hmm. tons of summer league and AAU and, and getting tons of run in. I, I'm just sort of curious what your take on it is of, of why this is happening more and more. Guys have an incredible – and we've seen it happen over the years, Oak Hill, you know, some of these academies that have been very famous. But now mm-hmm. we're seeing guys have these tremendous careers, and then they go play their senior year five states away. Is it what, what right. do you think's the biggest driving force? And honestly, I don't know. Maybe there's a, some financial incentive. I, I don't. I don't exactly know what the promises are being made to these guys that they would right. leave home and not graduate with all their buddies. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, and, I, and I can't speak to that last part, the financial piece. I have no knowledge of, of anything like that. I don't know how that works, but um, you know, it's it. Let me let me start with this. You know, uh, you know, we we'd heard the rumors that Jacoby may go somewhere his senior year. So when we got back from uh, San Antonio, uh, I guess a, a couple of weeks after we were back. You know, he and I we were talking, and I just said, "Hey, man, I want to let's." Let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room. There, you know, obviously, I've heard the rumors that you may be, you know, looking to go to a prep school, and and you know, and he's always up front with me, uh, and he told me, yeah, we we're we're thinking about it, you know, and we talked about, okay, I was like, hey, what's your timeline? Because you know, I'm trying to put this schedule together for next year, and this the schedule with Jacoby Walter looks a whole lot different than the one without him, you know? <laughs> so, and, and and he and he and his family wanted to be respectful of that. Uh, you know, but, but the thing that, you know, I wanted to make sure he understood is look, man, we want you here. We want you here to experience all these great things, but at the same time, we're, we're going to love you and we're going to support you wherever you are. You know, um, if that's at one of these Academy schools, you know, you, nothing's ever going to change the fact that you're McKinney line to us. And, and you've been a, a big part of the success that we've had. And, um, anyway, so, he, you know, he thought about it and we, we, we sat down and he, and he came to me, you know, without his parents and, you know, when he made the decision and, uh, and he handled it well, I mean, he did it the right way. And, uh, and I told him again, you know, you know, nothing's ever going to change. You're welcome to come up here as often as you want. And, and when you're in town and, uh, I'll get you in the gym and, you know, uh, 
you know, you're 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 part of us, man. And I, and I told him, you know, if it doesn't work out up there, you don't you're not feeling it. Doesn't it seem like a fit? You can always come back. And, uh, so we support, you know, him and, and his decision. You know, the the part do do I like it? Do I like what's going on, man? Matt, I'm a huge fan of of Texas high school sports. I mean, I just love you know what we were talking about earlier the the crowds, the community involvement, and the impact you have on a community when you have a team that, that makes a deep run into the playoffs. I mean, you're not going to get that at an academy school. You know, you're not going to get that. You can, you know, they, they may televise the, you know, quote, national championship game on TV, but you, you what you're not going to see is you're not going to see a, a student section of, 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 you know, kids that you grew up with in the stands, you know, there, you know, to support you, you know, uh, you're going to miss out on a lot of that stuff. You know, the, just the big growing up, being a kid, um, you know, walking around your campus with your head held high, being able to represent your school, your community, and do it with the guys you grew up with. You're going to miss out on all that. But, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, there there's also that piece of, hey, well, I can go here and I can be going against these elite guys every single day. And I'm not in a, and I don't know, I don't know what the classroom situation is there, but it's probably not the day-to-day grind that it is at the public school level, where you're going to seven classes a day, five days a week. That part I don't really know, but, but yeah, I think the allure is, hey, well, I, I know they say this: you're going to play a national schedule, and and that's one of the things that they talk about. Uh, you know, we played some pretty national teams this past year ourselves you know obviously a couple when we got into the playoffs we played Arizona Compass early in the year at Thanksgiving uh, uh, Hoop Fest uh, down in Duncanville so you know we felt like we we, we feel like we've got a lot to offer uh, here but at the same time that's that's not it's not my decision you know it's a it's a it's the kids and his family's decision I think they spent a lot of time and thought about it. I think they prayed about it. I think they, I think they went about it the right way, and they made the decision that they felt like was best for them and uh, and what was best for Jacoby. So I, I'll, I'll never begrudge them of that. And uh, like I say, terrific kid, wonderful parents, great family, uh, and and in, and in and in my mind, he's always going to be a McKinney Lion, regardless of where where he is next year. Well, let's. Um, I mean, maybe put them on the schedule. That wouldn't that be something? Put <laughs> bring them to McKinney. Uh, oh, <laughs> let's see what that looks like. I do want to see you put the Lake Highlands Wildcats on the schedule this season with Joe Duffield and in his crew. You know, you guys. At one point, y'all were sort of playing those common opponents in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was hoping there would be a matchup at some point, and. Uh, uh, Lake Highlands kind of started thinking about too much when when Richardson was about to go down. I could hear it in the stands; they were all excited, uh-huh. and then they got they got beat by Martin, and and that can happen sometimes. I'm not saying the kids were thinking that, but I promise you, at the end of that game, that's what they were thinking. Uh, everybody in the stands. Oh my gosh, Richardson got beat, and um, and then you know y'all did what you did to Richardson. So it's uh it, it's it's a fascinating deal. Dallas Fort Worth basketball is is unreal. It may be at its highest point, and I'm with you. I want to keep 
as many of these kids all the way through high school as possible. But if they want to go somewhere else, uh, so be it. And uh, you'll just have to reload a little bit. But you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe you get it's, your it's, son it's and my because, nephew. You know, uh, oh. that, that, that was the part that probably hurt me more than anything. I mean, I, 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 was, at, I was at peace with uh, Jacoby's decision. I think our, my coaching staff, our players, we're all, we were all kind of at peace with it. We understood. We, we respected it. But I was talking to someone, and I can't remember who it was, uh, someone in the basketball community, though, and he's like, man, I just hate it for Texas high school basketball. I hate it that we lose another really good kid to an out of state. And then, then I, it, it, that made me take a step back and think, you know what? That is that is a bummer, you know, because this state's got so much to offer in, in terms of just yeah. great high school basketball. Uh, so yeah, that 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 affected me, you know. And uh, yeah, I, it'd be really cool if if all of our top Texas talent just just stayed and played here and man. I guess it's kind of like the college game when they leave early to go to the pros, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about how when you used to have all those four-year guys, like guys like Tim Duncan staying four years in college, you know? Uh, you don't get that anymore, you know? So, uh, But the game's yeah. still pretty good, and the, game, the, the Texas high school game's going to continue to be good, even though, you know, some elite players are going to leave here and there. And, uh, you know, you get on a good run, your community's going to get really, really excited about it. They're going to get out and support you, and it's going to create memories for – for kids and coaches uh, that'll last a lifetime. That's what our what our group did for us last year. I mean, they 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 made some memories for me and my family and and uh, and our community that that I never would have had uh, if, if not for those kids. So, you know, I'm always going to be grateful for that group. Yeah. Well, and Alex, uh, one of your big men you mentioned headed off to University of Texas. That's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we enjoyed watching it. My family uh, got I got roots all the way up McKinney Lawrence Jewelry for all those years right up on the square, uh, and my uh, grandmother still living uh, about to turn ninety nine still has her place there in McKinney. So uh, we we love the community and uh, and and always uh, love supporting it. So thank you for coming on with us, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Sounds great, Matt. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. You bet. There he goes, Wes Watson, McKinney high school uh, head coach, and uh, as we were talking about, Jacoby Walter, who is a five-star uh, player out of McKinney and was in Waco uh, with Baylor the other day, and he is one of the, the top ones. Uh, the next year, 2024, Trey Johnson's one of the top players in the country out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area as well over at Lake Highlands. So DFW area putting out huge, huge talent right now. And uh, Baylor is trying to bring some of them in. And Keontae George, who will arrive from IMG, actually he's already on campus, saw some pictures of him the other day, and he's going to be a, a starting guard for the Bears this coming season. 